What is up guys and gals, welcome to episode number 143 of the Nonsense Review. I'm your host as always, Devon, and joining me equally as always is Rick. Hello everybody. According to Wikipedia, Rick, 143 means I love you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, apparently it was a Mr. Rogers thing. Oh. Yeah, so it's because of the numbers of letters in the words, isn't that clever, children? Oh, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, there we are. Today we're doing Scott Pilgrim Takes Off, which I think is the name of the series. It's hard to tell because the episode titles are weird. Rick, I, d- I know you know a bit more about Scott Pilgrim than I do. I know precisely two things. I know he has to fight seven evil exes because that was in the promo material for the movie. I also have been told by a friend that Scott Pilgrim is a bit of an asshole, and that never changes. Uh, pretty much, like, here. His, his final arc is essentially, instead of uh, unlocking the power of love, that's not enough. So he has to unlock the power of understanding to actually win. And the way that he unlocks understanding is realising, actually, yeah, I did actually cheat on my girlfriend with another girl and cheat on the girlfriend that I cheated with with the other girl. Well, I didn't ask you to spoil the whole fucking thing for me, Rick. Thanks. <laughs> fucking, what's the point in even watching this today? Okay, Rick, how's your week been? We went to York. There was a Christmas market going on, including seeing a couple of fun things. Picked up a Gardevoir RGB Pokeball. There was a, you know, the statue of the Dark Souls 2 guy? Well, they had one in CEX with a Christmas hat on, so John Souls 2 was getting in the the good old Christmas spirit about a month early. (laughs) I don't think they have Christmas in Drang Lake. (laughs) No, neither do I. (laughs) And we had a Turkish, including Pide, which is Turkish pizza which I thought was nice. Really, really narrow compared to a regular pizza, because uh, it's kind of like got the sides kind of rolled up so that it can carry more cheese in the uh, the boat in the middle. Okay, fair enough. I When you said it was narrow, I thought you meant it was oval rather than folded up. Like teardrop-shaped to a degree. Does that mean it killed someone in prison? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's like, a, it's like a boat, like a, like a, like a canoe. But things out seen in the world, Embracer have closed Volition which is the Saints Row uh, developer. I thought they closed them about fucking six months ago. Yeah, um, they've like properly closed them now. And uh, Tomb Raiders, they made, they made a 10% layoff at Crystal Dynamics after they bought Tomb Raider from Square Enix. Here's the thing, right? For those of you who don't know, Embracer did this really annoying thing where they bought a bunch of video game companies and then did fuck all with them and expected them to make their money back immediately without putting out any products. I think they were essentially buying a bunch of things to look like a an attractive group to be bought out themselves. That that no, that I I think I don't think they possibly could have thought that because that's not how it ever works. Sure, sure. Um, the other option is that it is an even bigger thing, and they want to just lose these things as a tax dodge. But even then, there's easier ways. Yeah. Yeah, and absolutely. O- o- also, you can't do this shit because Warner Brothers literally just got in trouble for this. Because with the um, uh, the fucking most recent thing that they said they were doing as a tax write-off, I think it was the uh, Acme movie, wasn't it? Yeah, Acme versus Wile E. Coyote, yeah. Yeah, so what happened was that they were like, oh, we'll write this off. And they made like a 30k loss, but because it was a tax write-off, it didn't really matter that much. And then a fucking US senator saw the story and went, this isn't how our law's meant to work. So now Warner Brothers is actually in shit. Yeah. Borderlands 4 and Tiny Tina's Wonderlands 2 have been soft confirmed by one of the staff members on LinkedIn. How? Because she's she's already put her credit for the two games up on LinkedIn. <laughs> I mean, sure, I guess, but I thought Borderlands 3 killed Borderlands. Uh, not really. Like, the the gunplay is still incredibly fun. Yeah, but wasn't there the... Oh, I'm not even going to get into it. Fine, whatever. <laughs> the thing is, 
Tiny Tina's 2 came out after Borderlands 3, so it's not like the, sh- the studio's gone. Yeah, um, but the studio's owned by fucking Epic nowadays, isn't it? Yeah. Like, it's it's never going to go away unless they choose to let it go. Mm-hmm. And turns out Ardman, the uh, the guys in charge of Chicken Run and uh, Wallace and Gromit, only have enough clay for one more movie, since uh, New Clay Products, the only manufacturer of the nylon-laced clay that they use, uh, I think it's called New Plast, it closed this year, and Ardman bought their entire stock as a uh, as, like as a parting gift but uh, nobody else makes it so they've, uh, they've they've basically got a stockpile enough for one more movie maybe a series that's not even correct though is it because they'll just switch clay well yeah they'll have to switch to something else um but yeah we we don't know i mean i do know i'm telling you that's what will happen <laughs> <laughs> sure they might like this one particular brand, but if it goes away and they can no longer get any more, guess what? They're just going to swap. Quite frankly, I think that was actually quite a nice goodwill gesture to just buy the entire stock because they could have swapped then and probably got a cheaper deal. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Yep, yep. And um, Death Must Die has come out. And this is a game that I think looks cool, and I'm going to be buying it incredibly shortly. It looks like a cross between Vampire Survivors and Hades. Okay, doesn't really tell me much, unfortunately. Well, it's a, it's a roguelike, survivors-like, so, uh, so yeah. Pick one, it can't be both. <laughs> well, to be honest, survivors are just micro-roguelikes, really, aren't they? They're not mic- they have the roguelike gimmick, it's just, you know, it's reverse bullet hell. It's just- it, Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why you'd say, it's like this, but also like this, when one is a subgenre of the other. Yep. <laughs> but yes, I think that's about it for things that I've seen in the universe. What have you seen, and what have you been doing? Rick, I've been playing Like a Dragon, Gaiden, the man who erased his name. Oh, yeah, yeah, sweet, sweet, sweet. I don't know why, I don't know if it's because it's been so long since I played as Kiryu or what, but boy, does this game feel more fun <laughs> than the last Jacuzzi game. <laughs> okay. I love Ichiban and Co. They're a bunch of funny losers, but I missed playing as Kiryu. He's such a badass while also being the goofiest motherfucker on the world. Yeah, with his Yaijutsu typing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's great. So I've been, I'm only in chapter two because I, Yakuza games are weird. Chapter one is usually like, this is entirely plot. You can't do anything except, you know, mm-hmm. progress the story. You get to chapter two and it's like, cool, here's all the mini games in the entire game. Have fun. And that's what I've been doing. Sure, sure. Have you met Kason yet? I did. I have an amusing story about this. I knew you knew about Kason because you sent me a random link that I didn't click on. During the main plot, you get told to go to a cabaret club. And I'm like, okay. And the person telling you says, we need a review. They offer an interactive, a super interactive experience. To which, in my mind, I'm going, what the fuck does that mean? Cut to Kiryu two seconds later going, what the fuck does that mean? So uh, you go to the club and I'm like, oh, wow, that's a really high detailed model. Oh, no, it's a picture. That's weird. Click on the person. Oh, it's straight up a videotape. Yep. (laughs) So there was this really awkward moment where I know you're a bit more well versed in what Kason actually looks like. I did not know that very well because in my mind, she's Coco. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I was like, I I was going through the thing. I I was literally just, this is very weird. And then she said she was American rather than Japanese. I went, oh, that's interesting. It wasn't until she said something in English that I went, that sounds like Kason. Uh, mm-hmm. I knew it was her because, you know, I know what she looks like, like you said. And uh, yeah, she's uh, she's a very good looking lady. Oh, they made her wear something that inc- that really does show off her massive tits. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And kudos, like, she's not shy about... She doesn't show them, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that was a weird experience. I, 
I don't usually see people in Yakuza games that I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yakuza games have hundreds of cameos, but from Japanese stars, so I don't know who the fuck they are. Yeah. One time, they had a Vietnamese dart player turn up in their game. How the fuck are you meant to know who that is? <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> But yeah, the mini games are fun. The plot is over the top bullshit, stupid as Yakuza should be. And yeah, this game is basically filling in the gaps between the previous Yakuza game and the, the latest one that had Ichiban as the protagonist. So it's not it's not giving us anything new, but it is. Yeah. Are you ready for some news? Yeah, let's go. Rick, you may or may not remember, but last week I told you about Snoop Dogg giving up smoking. You did. Actually, he's just selling smokeless um, fireplaces. <laughs> Oh boy, alright, okay. That's uh that's kinda kinda funny actually. <laughs> I mean, with respect to him, like he, he played a good game. Um like all he did was post an image on Twitter saying, I'm giving up the smoke, please don't bother me about this. So I was like, I'm not gonna dig further into this because that sounds super serious. No, nope, he's just selling shit because, you know, gotta make money. <laughs> gotta eat. <laughs> Rick, the Steam's autumn sale is on. Coincidentally, as always, we've also got the Steam Awards, so if you want to nominate games for that, now's the time to do it. I wish they wouldn't send you 700 emails about the sale being on. Yes. You, t- you talked about me with this with me last night, and yeah, like every time they send emails, they basically pick one of the games that's on your list, and that is the title email, it's the title of the email essentially, and the rest of them are in the body text, and then they send the same one again about it. Like, a day later, at best. A day later, I'd still be annoyed with, but I could live with. I'm getting, like, three emails a day minimum. Mm. Uh, For those of you unaware, I have, like, 200-plus games on my wish list. Most of them I will never buy, but they're there, so they're on my radar all the time. Speaking of Steam, fucking hell, Turkey and Argentina just got fucked by them. Oh? In those two countries in particular, they've stopped localising prices. They're using American prices. Ah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was one of the things you could do. You could just have a VPN and, like, pretend you were from somewhere else and get, like, really cheap prices. Okay, but if you do that, you're a scumbag. Mm -hmm. Like, the whole point of localising prices was so that someone in Argentina could buy a game on an average person's salary without breaking the bank. It's now gotten to the point where, unless you're actually incredibly wealthy in Argentina or Turkey, you can't buy PC games anymore. Which, hey, guess what? You may have decreased piracy from the few scumbags that used VPN trickery, but you've vastly increased piracy in those two countries, and I don't fucking blame them. I don't know why they've targeted those two countries in particular, because I'm pretty sure games are also super cheap in Brazil and India. Yeah. Okay, they're not selling them at the moment in Russia, but the Russian prices were also were also low compared to uh, the world. Basically, a few dickheads ruined it for two entire countries. Yes, 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 yes. And that sucks, because, well, Rick, you and I like to play video games. It, it is probably my number one hobby that I invest in. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine Imagine it being taken away from you. Even having to live with games that I already have would be difficult to reconcile with. I grew up poor, Rick. I can live with, you know, what I've got, but uh, it's, it doesn't mean it wouldn't suck. I mean, like, by definition, we all have to live with what we've, what we've got, but, like, it would be really... You know what I mean. Yeah, it would be really crushing to not have any aspirations to, oh, maybe one day I'll be able to afford things. Yeah, could you imagine that? Like, oh, one day I want to own a house, but in this country it's one day I want 
Madonna played a new Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it really is a ridiculous amount of money in, uh, you know, it's, it's, it just sucks for them. I, I feel bad for anyone who plays games in those countries because it's going to be hard for them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but anyway, that does it for news because all of the other news I dug up was too depressing that I'm like, I'm not going to sully our podcast with this. Rick, we're doing Scott Pilgrim today. We are. It's the Netflix one. It's Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. It's got most of the cast of the uh, of the movie. And if you want to join us at home, it's three, two, one, and go. So it's going to be cut out of the episode, guys, but because Netflix is a bit silly sometimes, we had a little fucky-wucky just there. <laughs> she said this has got most of the uh, cast from the live-action movie. Yeah, 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 apparently so. I'm digging the intro card. Yeah, they've got some really good, um, like, 2D animation going along. Uh, they made a... 16-bit style game around the time of the movie as well. Yeah, it was a beat-em-up. Yeah. It was apparently really good. I didn't buy it. Yeah, uh, you know, I had that... Um, I was mentioning that friend who uh, who told me vaguely that Scott Pilgrim's an arsehole. Um, yes. They also did that while saying, by the way, this game came out and it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's like a River City Girls uh, beat-em-up. I love how you go for River City Girls and not fucking Double Dragon. Yeah, or Streets of Rage. <laughs> oh man, it looks Have so Have I got charming. the language in the wrong setting, or is it meant to be in Japanese at the moment? Yeah, I think the opening is meant to be in Japanese. Alright, just making sure, because sometimes I... Oh, Chris Evans is in this. Um, yeah. And Brie Larson, fucking hell. Mm-hmm. Just all of these names, fuck it, never mind. I'm not saying every one, but they're all people. <laughs> <laughs> That's a statement. <laughs> that was a weird transition that I wasn't really expecting. From yeah, I wasn't such expecting. Upbeat intro to desert. Yeah, yeah. I think this is in a mind or something. I like that. Press start. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh... Listen, Scott, if you want your girlfriend to take you back, you've got to be willing to get pegged. <laughs> Oh, cool, I'm allowed to make sex jokes because he's 23. Yep. <laughs> See, I'd be really fucking annoyed if, um, if someone crashed and then they assumed they were allowed to sleep in the same bed as me. Yep, yep. (laughs) 
I think we all know someone like that, don't we? Yeah, I think we do, yeah. Did he just literally steal his cup of coffee? Yes. Dickhead. Yep, little shit. Yeah, so this is something I didn't know until I actually started, you know, reading it, watching it, whatever, is that it's, this thing is Canadi- Canadian as fuck. Fair do. <clears throat> Sex bomb, man, Nintendo's going to throw a fit. Well, well, they haven't done yet. No, I meant <laughs> in-universe. Yep. <laughs> I've got to be honest with you. It's been a long-ass time since I've seen a neat little um, animated um, music scene. I think the last one I remember was the one from uh, Star Wars Visions. Sure. Yeah, no, I'm sorry? She's dating Scott? Yep, and she's 17. Yeah, she's I know, that's the thing I was being like, what? It said earlier he's 23. That's a bit weird. Yep, yep. I think uh, Canada might have the same thing that we do of uh, 16 is legal. Yeah, I don't care about legality. It's weird. Yeah, it's totally illegal. Just... Yeah. Oh boy, I bet their neighbours love them. <laughs> hey, at least there's space between the houses. I guess. There's a prick round here who drums. Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not very nice. You need to practice your craft, and I understand that, but fuck is it annoying. <laughs> Man. I like the statement, though, there's a prick round here who drums. <laughs> well, do you know what I mean, though? Because if you've got a prick round you who drums, you know exactly what the annoyance is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like when they do it at eleven forty-five, are <laughs> you trying to sleep? Well, to be fair, they do it during the middle of the day. Like I, I'll give them credit where credit's due. They never do it too late. Plus, we do live next to a train station, so therefore, it's it never louder than the yeah. trains. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes, the uh, the good old soft cocktail of orange juice and cola. I mean, we've got a friend who, whenever we go to a place that does the fucking refill shit, will fill their cup up with four different drinks at the same time. <laughs> she might be real. Yeah, good old Ramona Flowers. So wait, he's kind of dating the 17-year-old, but now he's trying yep. to get it off with her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. I understand the appeal of pink hair. Oh, no, that's too real. No! No! No, Rick, it's you! <laughs> Rick, you have said that verbatim on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Don't be dissing Columbo. That's a quality show. Yeah, like, I've never seen uh, 
I've never seen Columbo still, so. I was more of an Ironside guy, but, you know, Columbo was funnier. Well, when I was growing up, I tended not to watch things with humans. I think the only thing that I did watch with humans was Power Rangers. Rick, we had one TV in our house. Yep. I love how she can tell just from the drawing. Which implies that uh, Scott Pilgrim is actually a relatively good artist. Yeah, yeah. This is set in such a weird time frame. Yeah, back when Netflix used to, you know, be a DVD-only company, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And everyone said it would die soon because it was such a shit business model. Well, who's laughing now? <laughs> no idea who that is. These look like Yayoi fucking books. They do a bit. That looks like Kiryu. <laughs> Already asleep. I'll give Rollis credit where credit's due. He dresses real dapper, just considering all he was doing was sitting in his house. Yeah, yeah. Dingy dong. Yeah, that's what it sounds like, to be fair. It does. That's not a fucking weird thing to say. It, yeah, yeah. Oh, she got, like, put her powers. I know superpowers exist in this universe. So that's why I'm asking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, totally true. Man, I'm kind of j- jealous of Wallace being 25 and owning a place. Yeah. <laughs> X-Men? Mm-hmm. Ah! Oh, come off it. That's kind of adorable <laughs> that she's bothering to ask, though. Yeah, it is, actually. I can't take the name Gideon seriously. Yeah, Gideon Graves. 
he's a moth in another universe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a fourth wall break on purpose or just a pun? I think it's. Uh, I think they might have even said that. Like we can talk about it in a later volume or a later chapter or something. Ah, uh, okay. To be fair, if you go to Canada from any other country, it's gonna snow a lot compared to where you were from, probably. Yeah, unless you were from like Maine or Antarctica, or Finland. Yeah. I have to mention Finland. We have friends there. Yep. The country where I'd quite like to be eating breakfast or dinner or just watching TV. Is that a joke I'm supposed to get? Oh, it's from the Monty Python song about Finland. Oh, okay. Look at the fucking Digimon Emperor here! Yep. He pretty much is. Yeah, Gideon Graves is the most evil of the evil exes. Sure, 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 sure. Gideon Graves sounds like he should have, like, necromancy powers, not be some fucking Modoc motherfucker. <laughs> I think he's just Elon Musk. Yep. Just Kingdom yeah, Hearts now! That, yep. She shows that her superpower is real. You know what? Me saying that, this might have predated Kingdom Hearts. Uh, I don't think it did, but yeah. Kingdom Hearts was like 2001. And I know Scott Pilgrim, the comic book, is way older than the movie. Yeah, the comic's older than the movie, but not by a massive amount. Like, I think the I think the comic had finished before the movie. Sure. Um, was it actually a comic or was it a series of graphic novels? Yeah, I think it was more like graphic novels. So they, they came out in volumes. Sure, sure, sure. Started in 2004, so yeah, Kingdom Hearts did beat this. Okay. Boy, the art does look a bit nicer in the show. Uh, a bit nicer in <laughs> in the show than in the first volume. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm also like Scott Pilgrim. If I suddenly see a woman in a bra, I do kind of melt. Yep. Oh, that was that was a cool little graphic. Yeah, pixel hearts. Yeah, actual sparkles. It's like fucking glimmer. Smooth. It's kind of adorable how awkward this is. Wasn't Michael Sarah Scott Pilgrim? Yeah, he is. Yeah, totally tracks, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, it explains why he's so awkward. Yeah, yeah.
What a mature outlook on on, on sexual um, activities. Yeah. From uh, both like of them, being... surprisingly, considering Scott's a confirmed arsehole. Yeah, being uh, healthy and upfront about it. Fucking... Why does Patel look like... Uh, what's her name from Inside Job? <laughs> he does a bit. <laughs> Regan Ridley. That's the one. That's not weird. Well, by Japanese logic, she's basically pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she is uh, somehow Asian. Asian. Is that serious? Well, he might have described himself as that. Oh, okay. Knives is definitely stronger than him. And Knives' dad is stronger than Knives. I don't know who Knives is. Knife Chow, the uh, the seventeen-year-old, uh, maybe girlfriend. Oh, okay, sure. Dude, she was on screen for two minutes. I really don't remember her name. I really <laughs> like the XDs. Yep, yep. Oh my days, that's so two thousand four. Yeah, raw XD. The judgmental eyes of that cat. Yeah. <laughs> How could it be a one night stand if you didn't fuck? I know, right? The balls of that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, honesty's the best policy, especially considering he's been anything but up until this point. Even though nothing happened, he's still got the glow. It's great. I assumed you died. Hmm. He's not wrong. If she thinks you are... <laughs> okay, yeah, cool, good. Yep, yep. That's exactly what he's saying, good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'd argue you shouldn't have been dating her in the first place, but whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe don't skim that, innit? <laughs> the fact that he skims over it. <laughs> the fact they actually call themselves the League of Evil Exes. So wait, if she goes out with someone else and then they become an ex, do they automatically get membership? 
Oh, I, I now feel so. really bad for this character considering what's going to happen. Oh. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot that Scott had a sister. She's literally a child. Yep. I can't. I'm. I feel horrible. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Poor knives. Okay. (laughs) Don't you only like one song? Well, we've seen them do one song. Yeah, which they had to repeat because they didn't have any other songs, I assumed. Oh. oh no! <laughs> oh, that's the worst! <laughs> Alright, the, uh, the, the lyrics leave something to be desired. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, the benefit of this is that it, like nearly every single um freeze frame looks like a panel from the comic. Yeah, I get you. That was cool. Yep, yep. Well, okay, he blocked that, so that's a start. Yeah, he's ready to throw hands straight away. I think it's probably more impressive that he was able to recover from midair. I mean, he's clearly doing ninja shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always love that fucking response. What the fuck? I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Can you... Calling yourself evil is a very odd choice. Hmm. That's a cool shot. It is, yeah. Look at that squirrel-looking motherfucker! Yep, yep. I think that might be the vegan. Okay. 
Don't blame you. Oh, that's a cool fucking little transition. Yeah, back to, uh, like, watercolours. That almost sounds like Toby Fox composed the music for this scene. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah, good old pixel art. There's there's a there's a lot going on artistically that I'm enjoying. Yeah. It's great. Don't act so surprised. Fuck me. <laughs> yeah, apparently um, when someone is defeated, they just drop coins. Well, against him, anyway. Yep. Well, it works the other way around as well. Oh, fair enough. Well, now, that's that's a thing. i got to click watch credits before it starts the next episode. Um... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, diddle, diddle. <laughs> Everyone who worked on this show, fucking good job. I don't know anything about Scott Pilgrim, but you've uh, certainly got me hooked. Yeah, I was smiling pretty much the whole time. I, I didn't get any of that. Yeah, I, I was smiling pretty much the whole time. It's uh, it was a good trip down memory lane for me. Oh, that's that's fair. That's fair. Um, I don't know about you, but it felt a lot longer than it was. Okay, okay. Well, like that was yeah. like a 20-minute episode. Uh, it felt like an hour. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, because they did a lot of um, like early world-building and establishment. Did, and there were a few, well, you know, Michael Sarah-esque sure. uh, pauses, as it were. Yeah, I don't really like Scott. Yeah, you're kind of not meant to. <laughs> um... Which I kind of knew was probably going to be the case going in, considering the limited information I had. But, man, he just doubles down on being a scumbag halfway through the episode. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. And, like, 99% of it is just him just not paying attention to his own situation. Except he got told straight up, you need to do this thing, because it's already a scummy situation, but not doing this makes it scummier. And then he still just decided to ignore it. Yeah, yeah, his um, his fatal flaw is generally just ignoring things. I mean, I don't know, I don't know. Also, being in an obvious one side... Okay, it's very clear to everyone in the world that um, the 17-year-old thinks they are in a relationship. Mm. Which means Scott is actively a dirtbag by saying, Eh, are we though? Because to her yeah. you are, so therefore you need to have a fucking chat. Minimum. 
If you are not in a relationship, you need to make it clear. If she then still insists you are, then she's the crazy person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to come up with stuff. We, we, we got to talk, man, because we got the fucking credits to go through. It's just a minute, but you know, <laughs> yeah, help me uh, out, throw me a bone. <laughs> but yeah, um, I I just enjoyed this new episode. Where, um, I'm I'm gonna probably binge this whole thing. If not this week, then probably before December. Well, which is going to be this week. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly, man. Um, I will throw a bone at you. Throw a bone at you. Throw a stick at your head and say, "Fucking watch the Ubisoft thing first. Okay, okay. I I can't talk about it until you've watched it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that was also that was also fun, and uh, it also got me. Uh, it it hooked me in, but apparently it didn't reel me in fast enough. So uh, yeah, I've I've not watched that yet. Um, there's that, and Gamera is the other one that we've also watched recently that was good. Yeah, Gamera's a bit different because they're 40-minute episodes, whereas the Bloodhawk thing was only 20 minutes, so it's really easy to just fucking get it done. That being said, we've now reached the end of the credits so we can talk normally. Rick, what did you think? I loved it. I really enjoyed the, the art direction in particular, and, you know, I don't think there was a bad voice actor. Just generally very good. How about you? What do you reckon? Yeah, it was okay. Uh, you know, artistically it was great. Sound design was great. Voice cast, great, as you said. I liked almost every single character except for the main character, which I get yeah. is the point but it's kind of a downer yeah yeah i get you when like every scene is tainted by a character that you don't like and uh, played very well by michael Sarah. i mean don't get me wrong i don't dislike the character in oh this character i don't like the show because i don't like this character i don't like the character because he is purposely being portrayed as a horrible person he's a oh, well-written yes. character a little bit too real perhaps yeah, <laughs> a bit on the nose. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Rick, you know how, how this goes. What was your favourite moment? The uh, the introduction of Matthew Patel as a fighter. Just him doing all of his theatrical shit and just getting basically sandbagged by Scott because he'd not read the letter properly. <laughs> how about you? What was your favourite moment? It was Scott Pilgrim finding the girl of his dreams and just standing next to him going, Hey, so do you know Sonic? <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh almost as much as it made me cringe. Rick, weakest link. Scott's attitude, uh, and it's like it, it's built into the it's built into the show. Like it's it's something that you're uh, meant to pick up on very early on, and something you're meant to cringe at pretty much the entire time. But generally, his attitude was the worst part. And again, it's it's part of the show. How about you? What do you reckon? What's your weakest link? I mean, it's got to be people not giving him more shit about going out with a seventeen-year-old. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I think it's implied that off screen people have been giving him a lot of shit but you know whenever people learn this information new they don't immediately go whoa whoa hold the fuck on except for the evil guys who like Patel when he learned that was just like wait what? Yeah. When your only reasonable person is a villain. <laughs> it's just uh, uh, granted the gay best friend and uh, and the sister were both like this is fucked up you need to do something Scott and Scott's like nah it's fine but uh, don't like it. Yaha uh-huh, yaha. Uh-huh. Rick it's that time who's your MVP? Uh this time around, I'm giving it to Brian Lee O'Malley, the author, um, because it was all his art style.
style and it was his art style that's the cornerstone of um, what i consider to be the best part of this episode which was just the art direction so yeah that's uh that's going to him how about you who's going to be your mvp my mvp goes to the director for basically nailing every well, maybe not even a director it might be the chief editor i really don't know who would have made this decision but every single time we had an art style transition it was on point the voice direction was fantastic no one had a dull uh, had a dud in this you know mm-hmm. when scott pilgrim was meant to be awkward he sounded fucking awkward oh yes <laughs> so it's really hard to give an MVP award to one person so usually I give it to the sort of the director in this scenario because they are the ones ultimately with the vision yeah yeah absolutely absolutely but yeah that does it for today guys we, uh, we, we've we watched Scott Pilgrim it's in the bank it's in the books uh, those of you watching on YouTube you know you've got the comment section down below if you want to let us know what you thought perhaps suggestions for future episodes we always listen of course we know you're not only watching on YouTube we also have the audio version those of you over there if you want to talk to us you can instead send us an email at nonsense review uk at gmail.com once again that is nonsense review uk at gmail.com yes 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 we look forward to hearing from you and as always if you made it this far you're our favorite people we'll see you again next week where we're doing who knows what we're still in the planning stages see you guys Ta-ra.